Bitcoin mining is exploding as the SEC chairman Gary Gensler takes center stage at a congressional hearing. What he said and didn't say has many calling for his resignation. Ethereum unstaking is now a thing, but it hasn't negatively affected the price of the token. Israel considers a digital shekel and Bitrix exits the United States. Can crypto stay decentralized or will the U.S. government use their bullying power to make us all CBDC slaves? We'll look at the top news and offer our politically incorrect opinions on our bad news episode number 679 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Once again, it's the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. We like both kinds here, serious and curious. Is there any other kind? I don't know, but I'm serious that this is going to be an episode that you're going to want to listen to because you're already listening to it. And so just don't push any buttons and just keep listening. It could be for the crypto ignorant, the serious, the curious, and the ignoramus. It's good. I'm that one today. All right, we got news and we're going to get into it right now. We're going to jump into coingecko.com and do a refreshify on it to make sure that we are current. Timestamp the 19th of April, 2023, 529 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. The crypto market cap $1.272 trillion. Bitcoin down a little bit over the last day, 29,183. Ethereum also down 1968. BNB 324. XRP 49 cents. Cardano. 41 and a half cents doggy coin 8.8 cents and polygon is number 10 at a buck 10 any big winners or losers for the week Trav? yeah uh, radix r-a-d-i-x which is the xrd token that's up 135 percent roughly baby doge up about 35 percent casper network recently launched their casper punks and there's a lot of stuff that's going on with casper that's interesting so keep your eye on that that's up 30 percent Injective, I've never heard. That's up 26%. So there's some interesting ones that are about the Woo Network. Whoa, 25%. Arbitrum, Render, ICP up 15%. Optimism just had a big airdrop as well. So those are some of the ones that are rocking and rolling from what we see here. Here's some of the down ones, Conflux Stacks, BitGet Token, EOS down. And uh, there are those in the community who say EOS is about to make a resurgence, that it is now out of the hands of Block One. And, um, you know, if the community can take control, it could mean that um, that there might be something to say about EOS. I don't know. But meanwhile, Bitcoin cryptocurrency before um, our U.S. government, before Congress and bills are allegedly coming. Senator Warren is one who's saying that, uh, you know, Focahontas, as she's known by saying that Bitcoin poses a, a risk to our power grid and to the climate. Uh, lie, 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 anybody? Well, I mean, look at our current fiat paper money system. The amount of energy that that takes far exceeds anything even remotely uh, what, what Bitcoin is. Bitcoin does take power, but there are a lot of them that are using renewable power. And guess what? Most of the Bitcoins are already mined. So right. what does that mean? Right. <laughs> right? It's That's like it's, true. 
19.5 million of them have already been mined. And so are you going to cry about it now? Probably should have cried about it later and uh, or before. And so I have, I have a problem with that. She doesn't even know how Bitcoin works and she's trying to bitch about it. Yeah. She says Bitcoin mines are increasing energy bills for millions of American families while enriching crypto executives and causing as much pollution as an additional $3.5 million gas power cars. Lies. All lies. Yeah. Well, Everything an alarming is- New York Times report says yeah. who's behind that. Probably whoever's behind Elizabeth Warren telling her not to tell her to dislike Bitcoin. Fake news. Fake Yeah. Fake. And there it is. And then Michael Michael Saylor came in and says Bitcoin miners decrease the energy bill for millions of American families and do not create pollution. They are data centers running on excess electricity that would have otherwise been wasted and to perform the vital role of powering the most secure computer network in the world. Um, That was a nice way of telling Elizabeth Warren to to eat a, a bag of things. Yeah. Is it chocolate covered? <clears throat> Maybe I don't know. So, uh, crypto potatoes got this story Bitcoin bears in disbelief as Bitcoin becomes the best performing asset of 2023. While and remember, Trev, we were talking about this. Everybody, you know, the the the, the public consensus was, oh, we're going down to 10 or 12,000, maybe even down into four figures, and everybody's saying that. And I said to you, you know. I'm going to be the contrarian because everybody was saying when Bitcoin was, you know, in the 60,000s, oh, we're going to 100, we're going to 100. And what happened? We didn't. Um, The bears were pushing hard for us to go lower. It hasn't happened. I don't think it's going to happen. I will tell you this, that the charts showed that it it was possible to do that when we're looking at that, which I think. Which it, it, it is possible, but Isn't will, anything... will we see? Uh, you know, Monty Greenspan, who we're going to have here in a future episode, said this that you know that might have been the last time you could ever buy Bitcoin for under twenty thousand. That's quite possible. I want to actually share this because I see this on the other article that we talked about with Michael Saylor. Right underneath that, it said Canadian Broadcasting Corp says they're less than seventy percent government funded, so they corrected the label. The CBC, the official CBC Twitter. 69% government funded media. <laughs> Accurate. Oh, and they mad. They mad. Trudeau's mad. I love Oh my making, God. That's so I love funny, dude. These whack jobs mad. They they deserve to be angry because they're yeah. they're just horrible <clears throat> people to begin with. So is the Bitcoin bear market over? Maybe, maybe not. Anything can happen. But while we're talking about price, this article says forget the price. Bitcoin mining boom is going parabolic right that's one thing you cannot ignore is the hash rate and uh so it's doing one of these things man it's slowly trucking on you can see right here on the story how it continues to grow and uh, bitcoin usd added 70 percent hash rate in q1 alone that pressured mining participants just uh, to, to, to show some some relief after the bear market squeezed profits down to practically zero. So in January, February, March, the price of Bitcoin went up. That was nice. And so uh, the fact that some of these miners are then able to sort of offload some of their crypto, that makes them happy. But now it is reaching a new difficulty. The difficulty will increase on April 20th by 2.1%, reaching almost $49 trillion. 
uh, of hash rate power. So that's that's kind of fascinating to see. So it's continuing to grow. So slowly, and then with more ordinals popping up on the scene and the price of Bitcoin pressure happening, we could see more growing. Uh, more the, the price is sort of starting to roll. So it's down a little bit today, but that's life. It is what it is. Crypto goes up, crypto goes down. So joy, enjoy, folks. Yeah. Meanwhile, be- because the U.S. regulatory environment is so iffy on what they're doing with crypto you know bitrix is is backing out in fact i'm just going to go ahead and bump that up here right now they're saying that the sec has a crusade against crypto firms and i got an email from bitrix about three weeks ago saying hey we out of here you got a month to get yeah. all your stuff out and and uh, then we're going to close your account um and bitrix was one of the few that i you know for uh, for wax that's how i use them because they were one of the few exchanges that you can go um deposit your wax and exchange mm-hmm. it for well, you you can do it with kucoin as well you can do it with kucoin also but bitrix was my favorite and now i might yeah. actually i need to go look at my bitrix i might have some coins sitting there but i don't know that if I can even access them at this point, that would suck if you couldn't access them and you hadn't accessed them uh, because yeah. I have a 2FA that's not with me that I might not be able to access it, but it is what it is. Bitrix I don't think I said, it. we out bitches. That's, yeah. that's it. And now Brian Armstrong is saying, Hey, uh, you know, it's not off the table for Coinbase to do the same thing. And this is funny. If you're watching the video version, here's Coindesk covering the story here and we're covering Coindesk covering the story. It's very meta here at the Meta Crypto Podcast, not related to Mark Zuckerberg. But um, yeah, so, you know, there was one of the things like, like Brian Armstrong and Coinbase, in theory, has done as much as they possibly can to keep this regulated properly. They're asking the SEC regularly, what can we do to remain more compliant? How can we work with you? And they're just like, get an attorney, right? So it's like, and they filed, what was it? There was some, um, uh, uh, Wells. it was a Wells... Uh, report or something on it that they filed and so like that's the, that's it looks like there could be a lawsuit or something coming up against them so maybe coinbase is smart maybe every single innovative crypto project in the world should leave america maybe and, and maybe they know. should and you know you got to realize that america is 380 million people there's 8 billion people in the world so with my handy dandy calculator that i do still keep on my desk, if I divide 380 by 8,000, I get 4.75% of the world. Now, granted, we mm-hmm. account for a, a much larger percentage of the, the GDP, but crypto don't for now, care. For crypto now. don't care. Crypto True. like honey badger. Crypto don't care. So we have idiots in Congress who seem to think they're going to they're going to, you know, get rid of it and and try to do their own. And they're going to want to bring in their own digital CBDC, which, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, recently brought in something called the Unicoin. And so this is the this is their preemptive shot against the bow of stable coins and crypto and saying, hey, we're going to be using this one world digital currency, the Unicoin. So you might want to do some research on that as we are growing and looking into this space. The Unicoin. Okay. Well, meanwhile, legislation 
is being introduced to kick Gary Gensler to the curb. A U.S. congressman is saying he's going to introduce this to remove him from his role uh, to correct a long series of abuses. Warren Davidson writes, I'm introducing legislation that removes the chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission and replaces the role with an executive director that reports to the board where authority resides. Former chairs of the SEC are ineligible. But as always, um, you know, we there is uh, um, a divided uh, Congress, and so Democrats are going to uh, push against this largely. There might be a few in there that recognize that he needs to go, but most of them are going to support whoever's in the administration because to do otherwise would be to capitulate against and, and share how lousy this administration is. Right. Well, Hester Peirce, you know, she's been on our show before. She articulated this and said, today's commission tells entrepreneurs trying to do new things in our market to come in and register. When entrepreneurs find that they cannot, the commission dismisses the possibility of making practical judgments to our registration uh, framework and to help entrepreneurs register and to inst and instead reward their good faith with an enforcement action. Today's commission treats the notice and comment rulemaking process as not a conversation, but as a threat. And so that's what Hester Peirce says. She's one of the commissioners out there that's trying to do the good thing. What's weird about Gary Gensler is he was working with SBF, right? Sam Bankman fraud. He was working with him to come up with the structure to create the frameworks on this. Well, we know that he's a fraudster. And now there's, there's other problems that are sort of popping up as a result of that. Gary Gensler recently said, and there's a, there's a, there's a video on this out there that says, Oh yeah, I've never even actually used. I don't even know what a th I don't know Ethereum how it is. I, I've never even used Bitcoin. I've not used one of these decentral. Hasn't doesn't have a wallet. Never used it. But he's the guy who's going to be putting us putting register uh, putting a regulation on us. Are you serious, bro? Do you even crypto? Crazy, crazy times. So, of course, uh, uh, Congressman Davidson has put this out there, and he says that Gary Gensler's record of failure to protect investors and abuses of power make clear the need to restructure mm -hmm. the SEC gov. And uh, right. if you watch, there's some videos out there where he just, he's so clueless. Uh, it's so embarrassing. We, we live in this era where completely inept unqualified people are making decisions for the rest of us it's true i think that it's just a weird scenario and then you got somebody who hasn't even used it trying to regulate it and head the organization it's very political it's very sort of uh you know uh narrative driven like they want it their way they like their own solution they got us friendly enough with crypto so they can try to rug pull regular crypto out so they can then bring in a CBDC. It's clear to anyone who's seeing what they're trying to do. And so we must remain diligent and we must have our voices heard. So feel free to reach out to your congressman if they're thinking about making the cryptos bad. So let them know that that shouldn't be the case because we need to keep this decentralization going because if not, everything's going to be centralized. It's going to be centralized and that's not good for humanity long term. Uh, you know, Clinton Donnelly, who is just a, a guest for the fourth time on a, a previous episode here, was in Puerto Rico speaking to a group of, of uh, businessmen here in uh, on the island. And he said that uh, he expects another quantitative easing 
next year because the economy is in, in a crappy position. And before the elections, they want to, you know, they want to pay everybody off. And that's how they're going to introduce the CBDCs. They're going to go, here's your thousand dollar stimulus, but instead of a check, um, which many of the, the banks didn't even fully distribute and they ended up with the money, uh, we're going to deposit it directly into account. And all you got to do is go claim it. And he says, you know, in a matter of no time at all, Americans will onboard to CBDCs. DC so they can go grab their their pittance their thousand dollars and then that's where you know social security will go moving forward that's where they'll move you know welfare and and food stamps uh, benefits to and all of a sudden you'll have all these people on board and uh, we're going to be like well crap bitcoin baby until they say you have to buy that through one of our official um, brokerages Right. And so, you know, China has one of the biggest uh, CBDC programs out there. They've they've sort of launched it. And now it's they've they've gotten to the point where, hey, through our panopticon of cameras, we determined that you cross the street illegally. We're just going to automatically deduct from your account. That's what they're going to be able to do. If they have their arbitrary rules, you know, which is what laws are. They're just rules that politicians put into place. There's only a few laws. Gravity tends to be one, and there's a few other true laws. The rest of them are bullshit rules that people put into place. And then it depends, oh, well, we don't like your opinions, so you're going to get these rules. Oh, you're Hunter Biden, you're going to get these different rules. It's just, there's just a different, there's the justice system and there's the just us system. And it's just a weird scenario. Once the CBDC gets into place, it's not going to be good for humanity because those who are in power are going to continue to have more power. Those who are not are not going to be able to save money. They're not going to have a savings account. Their money's going to expire. They're going to see you driving fast or doing something they didn't like you doing. They're going to automatically deduct your account. And there's going to be absolutely zero you can do about it because you didn't listen. And you just said, okay, CBDCs are great. Let's just accept it like we accept every other thing that bad government does to us. And we just look at it and go, oh, well, somebody will do something. Oh, the rapture's going to happen, and we're all going to get taken up in the sky, and no, I don't got to worry about any of this. Like, no, our children, if we don't work on this and figure something out, our children, our children's children are going to have a very bad experience. So once it's a digital panopticon with a digital CBDC currency, what is it that you can, how can you get out of that? I don't know. Good uh, question, you, Travis. You, uh, you become a citizen of another country before it's too late, before they say you can't right. do that. Right. They, they lock you in here. Again, Zor couldn't even answer if Ethereum was a security, but he, he just kept dodging the questions. Is it a commodity? Is it a security? Is it a commodity security? He wouldn't even answer because mm -hmm. he doesn't even know what ETH is. So if you want some entertaining video and watch this, uh, this guy just cower because he has no idea, go to our show notes, badco.in forward slash 679, and you can see that story and others. Meanwhile, how'd you like a digital shekel, Trav? Well, I mean, it wouldn't impact me. I am not an Israeli citizen, but the Central Bank of Israel is outlying scenarios to create a digital shekel, which is that the, the common, is that the name of their term? It's like their money is called shekels? Well, uh, shaked is what it, you know, in parentheses here in the article, I'm not sure uh, what. I heard shekels. It's like a joke. It's like, ah, give me a couple of shekels. 
Well, yeah, no, shekels is a real currency, okay. um, but this would be a digital version of it. And they're, they're exploring it right now, right? They're exploring it just like uh, some are exploring, you know, whether or not stable coins are yeah. a legitimate way to go. And in England, they are saying that they do mm. offer efficiency and functionality in payments. Should they develop machinery to be able to settle um, stable coins in central bank money? Yeah, I would say this. If you want to learn more about this, this is fascinating that there's a 21 page paper that's released on this Coindesk article and you can click that. It'll take you to the PDF. 90% of the world's central banks have been exploring CBDCs, but only a very small number have issued one yet, but they're exploring it over 90% of them. That tells me they're watching what China's done. They're going to watch what Canada's thinking about doing. There's going there's some other countries in the, the, that are going to start popping this thing out. They're going to start watching it and it's going to be horrible for liberty and freedom for all. So keep an eye on it. If you want to learn more, go check out that, take a look at that PDF. Uh, it just came out, potential scenarios for deciding to issue a digital shekel. It basically talks about all these different uh, scenarios where other banks have reviewed that. So you can take a look at that as well, if you like. The uh, uh, Ethereum unstaking is in the news and the Chappella upgrade, the hard fork took place on April 12th. And a lot of people were concerned that the price of Ethereum would take a huge dive because people who have had their Ethereum staked would withdraw it and sell. Uh, what happened instead immediately is the price went up. We see we got close to $2,200, not quite uh, Ethereum sitting at 1974 right now. 1 million ETH has been withdrawn, but a significant number have restaked their ETH. My understanding is that it's something like a 6% interest on um, on Ethereum if you've got it staked. And if you mm. believe in Ethereum, then that's a you know pretty nice return. That right there is a pretty good sign that, you know, because a lot of people were thinking, oh man, the price of Ethereum could tank right then because so many people were able to unstake it for the first time ever with Ethereum 2.0. Well, it didn't impact it so much, but we are down a little bit now, down 6% or whatever. But it is what it is. Crypto goes up, crypto goes down. And uh, hopefully what we're sharing with you, we've been working on this for almost six years. Hopefully what we've shared is sort of, you know, if you can do something to help impact your area and to help educate those around you, you know, I think we're going to start maybe seeing more and more states like Maine, like maybe Texas, potentially bringing in their own state-sponsored digital currency to, to sort of circumvent the federal CBDC. There's got to be something that's backed by true assets and we're not seeing that. So it's concerning to see what's going on. But I think, you know, we're a very inventive uh, uh, society. So hopefully we can figure something out. And hopefully all of the innovation does not leave America before the freaking idiots in uh, Washington understand, uh, you know, or, or, or put into place what we should be doing. So well, I just hope it uh, works best for us all, Joel. With the exception of building roads and bridges and blowing things up. Um, the private sector is always better at doing everything than the government is. Yet people look to the government like, I need you need to take care of me, take care of me. I need, you know, where is the rugged independence that once uh, drove American? Well, rights? Teddy Roosevelt is no longer here. Now we got some grandpa who's who can't even complete a sentence in office now. And it's like whoever's basically whoever's running. You know, that uh, that teleprompter is the one who's really in charge. And we got to worry about those people who are not elected being uh, there and uh, giving us the rules to which to live by. And as Joel said, might not be a bad idea 
to look into how to remain a sovereign person uh, in some other country. You know, it's one thing we talked with uh, Clinton Donnelly about. He was like, dude, I, I renounced my U.S. citizenship. I don't even, not even a U.S. citizen. I'm a, mm-hmm. I live in Portugal. So it's yeah. like, you know? and he's got, he's got an Irish citizenship, but he lives in Portugal. Right. And so, yeah, you know, it's, it, it is crazy. Uh, so we just did an airdrop to our bad crypto nifty club members. If you purchased a bad crypto nifty club, you got a surprise airdrop of an energized van hodling NFT. This is one of our blockchain heroes characters that was not included in the energized pack. And people are like, what? That's so badass. Look at that. This is AI powered. We dropped it to uh, 300 wallets who um, who qualified for this. You can qualify for future airdrops as well. If you'll go to badcrypto.uncut.network and you go to the page where you can uh, find all our NFTs. I think this is highlighted on, uh, on the main page, but this one right here, the Spinny Bad Crypto Nifty Club NFT, it's pegged to 0.002 ETH. $3.94 is the price of it right now. Get it and you're going to get airdrops and you're going to get access to other stuff that is coming including from cornytopia and trav we got some great episodes coming up we got mate greenspan coming back to the show to give us his analysis of the crypto markets uh, we've got dan Harmon in the future dan is the guy responsible for the uh, the unicorn um poop uh youtube video for squatty potty has had over 40 million views and he's doing great stuff for kids and teaching them about Bitcoin and crypto and a lot more content coming your way. So you guys want to stay tuned to upcoming episodes. Trav, you got anything else? Stay bad. Oh, that's it. Stay bad. Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.